0: Welcome back to inspired babes, the let's chat podcast. So today's episode is number 68 and I have the most wonderful guest on the show today, all the way from California. His name is Justin Tristeo and Justin is a master into the divine masculine. He's a breathwork facilitator, meditation guide, and he's also a healer and he helps men and women remember their full potential in life. And you know, you can read this on his social media platform on Instagram, but he shares a lot of his personal insights in his life. And something that I, I love that he shared is that a lot, he said that a lot of people didn't know this about him, but he at a really young age, he actually got into the real estate industry and he was an agent and an investor. And in a really short period of time, he built a six figure uh, income within like two, two to three years. And He had all the success, all the money. He had amazing support, respect from others, amazing friends and family. But the only thing was internally something was missing for him. And all that he worked for to attain and achieve, all that he thought was going to make him happy and fulfilled fell short, very, very short. And that's when it just hit him one day and he had mentioned that he spiraled down into this dark place and he felt lost and, and this deep depression. And, and that's where he gained the insight to do what he's doing now. And it's so inspiring because I believe it's super important to turn your mess into your message. And he has done that. I mean, you've got to go follow him on, on social media. He has the most incredible content and he is real. You can tell it's coming from his heart and he also offers a lot of different breathwork, um, you know, offerings in California. And then he does one as well every week, which we will talk about on the podcast. But, you know, just be prepared and be open and ready to receive the most incredible episode that that we recorded and just hearing his knowledge truly inspired me and I learned just by co-creating this episode with him. And so, just buckle up and here we go. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Inspire Babes Let's Chat podcast. So, I have Justin Tristayo.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yep. Well, like, please, I don't want to butcher this. <laughs> um, I'm so um, honored to have you with me today. And, you know, I'm, I'm also very inspired by your work. I've been following you for a while now. And, you know, how you're showing up and your commitment for, and other people seeing their light. And it's, it's remarkable. And, and especially for men, you know, I think that a lot of men, even women, right, yeah. as a collective, it's, it's, we've been taught to suppress,
1: mm-hmm.
0: right, and not allow and honor how we feel. And um, I love that you're bringing that awareness into the world because that's what we need right now more than ever. And so I really would love to just dive into your story and what got you into being, uh, you know, breathwork facilitator. And I know you, you do meditation guides and you're a healer and you're a master at divine masculine energy. And let, let's dive into that. So what had you get into all this work?
1: Yeah. Well, first and foremost, thank you so much for inviting me on the podcast. I, I really enjoy being a part of these spaces and dancing through through words. So I just want to honor and and yeah, express my gratitude for you having me a part of this podcast. And thank you for everything that you're doing for the collective through your yeah through your commitment and, and your gifts. So it's just an honor to be here. I appreciate you, and thank you for everyone who's who's tuning in. You know, in the in the ether that's listening to this podcast at this moment.
0: Yes. Thank you so much for that. Thank
1: you. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And, and, and in regards to my story, as you mentioned, and it's it's quite interesting. I, I when people bring this up, it's like where do I start? You know, because my story began when I was birthed through my mother's womb is what is like I would is what I would call it. But you know, I think the topic in which you're speaking about just the vulnerability and in the suppression of the emotions and the feelings and the things that I was going through. Uh, At a young age, uh, as a man growing up in this society where we were taught, you know, by other men, by my father, by other men around me and my teachers and the people that I looked up to, to to not really accept and embrace, you know, the naturalness of life and its ebbs and flows, its ups and downs, and and, and accepting that uh, that's just a part of life, you know? And I feel like that's where a big part of my story happened was at the age of around 18, 19, where... I began to mature at a at a at a vast rapid pace you know compared to a regular eighteen or nineteen year old and as a young boy at that at that time maturing, it felt as if you know everything began began to become as if like I was a black sheep you know and and it felt as if I wasn't of this world. And the things that I, the way that I related to life, the way that I was so sensitive to other people's energies and picked up on, you know, the pain and the suffering of the world, it felt as if at that age, all of that stuff was weighing on me. And I had no avenue out of understanding what was transpiring at that age. And, you know, that, that, that began to lead to what I like to call uh, an initiation of sort, you know, and that's the best way that I'd be able to describe it. And that's more of a mystical way of putting it, but it felt as if God intervened into my life at that moment and and made it really real for me to to point out that it was time for a change, you know, and my soul and my body and my life began to navigate me into specific aspects of myself that there was no turning back, you know. It was only it was only forward from that point. And the symptoms, physically in this in this in this world as a human, that showed up for me as as anxiety and and panic attacks at the time, and and I fell into a deep depression and and these other normal things that I feel as if come along with what you would call like a spiritual awakening of sort. And you know, it that that was the beginning of my journey. You know, I felt as if I was birthed again into this new. Um, you know the veil, if you if you will, you know the people call it a veil, was beginning to be lifted from my eyes, and I began to see the world from a different reality. And once that once that blindfold is ripped off, if you will, as a feeling, you know things begin to become really disoriented because you're looking at the world from new eyes, a fresh perspective, and everything that you thought was real, everything you thought that was that was how you live and how you relate to things is you see the falsity in it and you see the way that the structures of society is just so distorted, you know, and, and it was a really disorienting time for me. And I felt as if my job at that point was to, was to then, (laughs) honestly, I fell into, I fell into my knees, you know, not only just physically and in the world, but, but metaphorically, you know, just praying to God for the answers. And I felt Mm -hmm. as if it was through that, that deep yearning within my heart, through my prayers, through my yearning that, I felt as if my prayers began to be answered through, you know, different teachers and modalities and, and, and things that invited themselves into my life to begin to, to cultivate a deeper inner sense of, of who I am and and what I'm here to do and what my purpose is. And I began to ask the bigger questions like, what am I here for? You know, what's my purpose? Am I, am I just here to, to, to do what other people are doing? And, And none of those, yeah, all of those questions that I began to inquire about led me, um, into the next phases of my life. So that's a that was a big opening for me and that's kind of how my journey began to start into into what I'm doing now.
0: Wow. So it really sounds like you got to a place of just surrender. Mm. Surrender to what was showing up for you. And then once you surrendered it was to it was almost like and then you got to the space of asking. Yeah. Right? And I think that's the biggest thing is surrender and ask for what it is that you're supposed to be doing or what you need. And you will get the answers through, like you said, you got it through different modalities, like, and, and it just came to you. And I think that's the biggest thing too, is realizing that surrender and ask. Mm, yeah. How do you feel about that? Do you agree? Like,
1: yeah, yeah. I speak very often about this on, on my Instagram and just people that people that are in tuned with with what I'm putting out into the world. And I would like to call that the feminine path, you know, which is why, and this is where it goes beyond gender. I think this will assist a lot of people. Um, you know, this is the feminine path, you know, when grace or when God intervenes in your life in the way that I just described, that's that's your initiation into the feminine path. And it's, it's, it's my inner knowing through what I've seen through visions and dreams and everything that I've been through these past few years That now the world is beginning to be initiated into this surrender or or feminine path, as as I would call it. And, you know, once grace intervenes into your life or once this divine essence, you know, whether you call it a divine mother, whether you call it God, whether you call it grace, you know, whatever word, the Holy Spirit, whatever you put into into the the avenue of what that means to you, it's like once that essence or that emanation begins to, to bathe over your body is what it felt like to me. Um, your life will never be the same, you know? And I feel as if whether people are aware of this or not at this moment, collectively, this is what our world is now being initiated into. And I feel like um, it's just a deep level of, of inviting us to be introspective and, and to go deeper within ourselves to realize what we have done, what we have caused, what we have created on this earth, the structures that are no longer serving us, the way of, of living in just a fast pace. Um, you know, world, it's just, it's not healthy. It's not wholesome. It doesn't bring harmony into this, this, this world. And it's, it's a reflection of what we're seeing in the external reality at this moment. And I feel as if, you know, as above, so below. So if you're going through this on an individual basis, you know, the world is also going through it in their own way. And um, that's the feminine path. You know, that's, that's why I speak so greatly of the feminine and and the representation of, of that feminine path is I think a lot of women, uh, embody that just so naturally. And that doesn't mean that, that women aren't, yeah, don't embody that. Like I feel as if a lot of women are also really deeply in, in tune with like these distorted structures, as I mentioned, um, and just like a masculine oriented way of living, which, which once again, you know, the world and or God or this natural stage of evolution is inviting us to begin to, to take a look deeper into into where we're not in alignment with this more natural, wholesome, holistic way of living, which is the feminine path, surrender.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. And, and I love what you said, how the world right now just as a collective is stepping into this frequency. Um, And and I do believe it's, it's because of what happened last year. I had heard this on a podcast and he was like, Oh, it was the catalyst Mm. to everyone's, you know, spiritual awakening. Um, not, I mean, not everyone, but the majority of people are are stepping into that because I think that at least for me in the past, it's like I was going in life as if I was this zombie. Like I wasn't even present to like my body and how I felt and I would suppress. And and then just one day it's like, what the fuck? Come oh like, on, you know, and so being able to get a line and tap in and be in that flow and in that feminine, that divine feminine, in a really healthy way. It's magnetic. Mm. And that even goes with the divine masculine as well. And I think it's a beautiful, beautiful thing to, to step into that and also see so many people step into that space. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So,
0: yeah it's, it's amazing. So with your your breath work how long have you been doing that
1: yeah I, f- I feel like i one i've been breathing my entire life
0: i know i know
1: <laughs> but as as i know where you're going with that as as far as yeah breath work was and, and, and I, I, I facilitate and something I'm passionate about is, is is more of an expansive transformational breathwork journey, which is something I'm really passionate about, which is like an hour to two hours long, that journey, which is really an, an expansive way of, of viewing breathwork as a form of transformation and in deep inner healing. However breathwork invited itself back to your question was 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 one of the modalities that I began to bring my attention and my awareness back into on a normal day-to-day basis you know I think a lot of people in this this new age where we're kind of just if breathwork is becoming more fascinating in this in this in this way it's like breathwork is what we do every day we breathe I think it's like 20,000 plus times a day and how conscious are you of each breath how many times a day throughout the the 15 20 thousand are you aware of it of of one breath, you know, and, and that was one of the things that I began to bring my, my deep attention and intention into. And, And I feel as if just me bringing my attention to my breath allowed me to dissolve the anxiety and the stress and the uneasiness and the uncertainty and, and allowed me to bring myself back to what people would call the present moment, you know, which I think is just one of the most fascinating teachings in its own sense. And not only that, but on top of that, it's, you know, breath allowed me to to enter into a deeper level of healing you know it was through my breath that i began to recall specific memories or trauma and stored emotions that were in my body that allowed me to dive deeper into it from a from a you know kind of a detached standpoint you know the breath quiets down the neocortex you know the the frontal cortex of our brain and it allows us to 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 kind of get past what we the masculine you know, way of viewing things. And it allows you to tap back into your heart, to your feelings, to your emotions. And that was a big thing that I used as a as a modality to to heal myself within, to enter into this deeper level of, of wholesomeness and self-forgiveness and compassion for myself and everything that I've been through. So breath has just been a huge journey that I've been on, I think, for, for you know, since my awakening, you know, and, and it just so happened that I Throughout the throughout the way, breathwork in a more transformational journey began to present itself through a beautiful facilitator that that I really appreciate. And, and the way that he presented this form of breathwork as a journey, as an experience, that unlocks something even—I get chills talking about it because it, that unlocks something even deeper for me, um, which I'm so so grateful for. And that's something that changed my life and, and saved my life is what I what I credit it to. And that's why I'm so passionate about bringing that into the events and the spaces, um, as a healing modality for other people to experience, you know? So, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, you know, I, I just barely, I've had like one breath work session done with one of my friends. It's also a breath work facilitator and it was last year. And, oof, it mm. was, it was amazing. And, and I actually, and I've been meditating, you know, every day for about, three years and that has changed my life. But I also started just watching YouTube videos and doing breath work meditations. Mm. Oh my gosh, it's amazing. It it really is incredible. And I I can vouch for that as far as how you said, you know, you um, I don't know if you said it saved your life when you started. I don't know if that's the exact word you used, but Like I was in a really dark time too. And when I started the meditation, it really shifted things because it got me back into here, like you're saying. And so Mm. um, it's, and, and too, like, I feel like you were just saying like, we've been, we, we just breathe every day. Right. It's just a normal thing, but being present to the breath, like, And conscious of it. Like, because even when I had a a energy session done, she was like, you got to breathe. I'm all, what do you mean I got to breathe? And this was like last year, you know, she's like, you're not breathing. And I'm all, I'm breathing. (laughs) No, but really you need to be more conscious of your breath. And I'm all, Oh. And so throughout the day, I will consciously do that. And it makes a big, big difference in bringing honing you back in here.
1: Yeah.
0: So cool. Oh, my God. I yeah. love
1: it. It connects yeah. you back to the body. And I think you you actually brought up something really important in regards to breath work and like using breath as a, as a healing modality. I feel like I'm losing the thread of, of where I was going with that. Yeah, I lost the thread. <laughs>
0: okay. We'll get back on it. You're good. You're good. Um, so with, with your story, is that where you became how you just thought, okay, because of the low point I was in in my life, I want to help others. Because I know there's so much darkness in the world and I want to bring light. Is, was that kind of that? Did you have a moment like that that just was like, hey, I got to help people?
1: Yeah. I think I think a lot of people that are that are in service and that are on this path towards awakening and, and, and remembering their true self of what we're here to do. And I feel as if there's some point within one's healing journey where they dive so deeply within their own, the caverns of their own darkness, their shadows, their traumas, their wounding, and they reconcile those those dark places within themselves and they they receive the gold you know the the lead within the gold is what they would call it as alchemists and and once you receive that gold whatever that is what I feel to be your purpose or or the way that you express yourself or what they would call dharma um, you know you want to begin to step into a deeper level of service you know so there was a there was a point in my life that I remember specifically where you know i was spending hours in meditation hours through through reconciling i was i was dedicating and devoting myself to that inner process for for a long time you know mm-hmm. and i feel as if it was through that process where i reconciled the things within myself that i found who i am and what i'm here to do what i'm here to express and, and it was through those, those, those moments that I began to find that light within myself so that I can then express that into the world. And I feel as if everyone has that same thread, that same journey, that same expression in whatever way that shows up in your own diversity in the, in the way that you've, whatever you've gone through. So I feel like whatever I went through was just preparing me now for the way that I'm now expressing myself, the way that I'm now showing up in the world, the way that I'm now expressing my purpose and in what I'm here to do. So I feel as if, yeah, whatever, you know, I like to say your story is your purpose, you know, and, and my anxiety and the depression and, and, and everything that I was going through in those moments was just a testimony. I feel for me to then become a vehicle for for service. And, you know, when you, when you transition from survival, which is what I was living, you know, 20 years of my life in to service, I feel as if, your life begins to change, you know, and you begin to see the world in more of a uh, interconnected way where everyone's connected. Everyone is one, you know, and in the most realist way, not just saying that in a cliche way, it's like everything is connected and you don't want to step back. You can't step back anymore at that point, you know? So you dedicate your life to service in whatever way that shows up. And I feel like it was, it's at that point, at least for me in my journey that my life really sh- shifted, you know, for the better.
0: Wow. That is beautiful. And, and do you feel that like for you, when you were sitting with this breath work and, and the reason why I'm bringing this up is because I know a lot of um, men that I have talked to and even women, right. Yeah. Um, and myself <laughs> um, have, have struggled, but like when you are sitting in your breath and when you're, you're, let's say you're having an anxiety attack, mm-hmm. you shift it into, You know, you start doing the breath work. Obviously, you start calming down, right? It calms your nervous system. But I also believe in things start showing up, at least in my meditations. There's darkness that would start showing up. And I allowed myself to sit with the pain, Mm. sit with the darkness. And I do believe that that is part of it. And so often people say, I don't wanna feel that. I don't wanna cry. I don't talk about it. Please don't talk about it anymore. Don't talk about it. Don't talk about it. I'm like, okay, well, this is good to talk about it. It's good to acknowledge what's showing up for you. And it sounds like with your journey, you know, you walked through all that as well. You really sat with the depression and the pain, but the stories behind it.
1: Mm.
0: Because there's so much that goes behind depression, anxiety. There's a root that it, you know, that it's caused from. And it's like, you got to find that. And I think through doing this work, we find that we identify it. And then we can shift it.
1: Beautiful. Beautifully said.
0: Yeah. Do you feel like that was your experience as well? I mean, because it sounds like it.
1: Yeah. That's so beautifully said. And I appreciate you sharing that. There's a quote that comes into my mind and to my heart as you speak that. And I don't know exactly who said it, so forgive me, but it goes, the cave you fear to enter holds the treasure you seek. Mm-hmm. Right? So the cave that you fear to enter holds the treasure you seek. And the cave metaphorically speaking in this, in this moment is your own darkness. It's your own shadow. It's the, the perceived evil in which we, we see not only in the world, but within ourselves. And, you know, for, for the, for the awakened one or the, the courageous one that's ready to, to dive deeper into those aspects of themselves. What one begins to see is that evil is nothing more than, than light disguise. You know, the devil is just an angel in disguise and, yeah. And that became really real for me. I get chills as I talk about these things. It's it's that's that's the treasure that everyone is seeking. And it's through acknowledging and embracing and accepting your own darkness and the darkness of the world that you begin to become the sacrificial lamb for for humanity. You know, you begin to to realize your true nature and the nature of everything around you and you begin to to relax so much deeper in your body, you begin to 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 become more empathetic and sensitive to to other people's darkness, to other people's pain, to other people's suffering, and you begin to see it from a different perspective, you know. And I feel like, you know, I have a, a candle right here of Jesus in front of me, and I feel like that was and and Jesus is an archetype for me. He he was a blueprint, you know, and he was a a human being from what I feel in my heart to be, and and he he just laid a beautiful archetype. For for a lot of people to understand, and I feel like that was him. He took on the suffering of the world, and there's great symbology infused if you follow you know Jesus or Yeshua's story. It's he sacrificed his own darkness in the darkness of the world to then allow that to be transmuted into it, into light, you know. And and that's I feel as if a lot of our journeys now is to to reconcile the darkness within ourselves so that we can see our true nature, you know, who we truly are and what we're truly here to do. And I feel like when that happened, we're living in, re- in 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 a different reality, and we're seeing from whole different eyes, and and, and living in a whole new world.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm, yes, we really are, and and I love that you brought up the shadow, right? Just kind of going off of all you know, everything we're talking about, because I recently experienced at a at a retreat, at a plant medicine retreat, my shadow, mm. and I had no clue. It was even there. That's why it's called the shadow. But it was a darkness inside me and an anger inside me that I was suppressing for a really long time from childhood, from my divorce, you know, from things that have happened in the past. And, but it all came out. I, I chose to surrender. I mean, I had to surrender to it because I'm like, okay, you can sit here and be miserable. Or you can surrender to your experience and recognize that this is your shadow. This is how you've been showing up in the world. Mm
1: -hmm. And we get
0: to shift it. And it was beautiful because I recognize it more and more. And I start recognizing different parts of my shadow. And I'm like, holy shit. (laughs) You know, it brings this whole new light to being. And it's such an incredible experience being able to be conscious of it. Right? Right and have compassion too. Cause that's, I think we're very hard on ourselves when we find out aspects of ourselves that we don't like,
1: mm. we
0: make ourselves wrong. And, and, and it's like, just have compassion, just have compassion. It's just there to teach you, you know? So that's been my experience lately. And I'm like, what, you know? Mm. So it's been really cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, with how do you feel about, or I want to touch on like the divine masculine, Mm. right? Because you seem to be like a master, the divine masculine. And I, can we touch on that a little bit more and and what that looks like just getting into that space?
1: Yeah. Thank you for bringing that up. And it's, it's quite interesting, just the thread in which we're, we're kind of flowing through. And I feel like the last 20 minutes or so we've been We've been really embracing the femininity of this, this feminine path, you know, which, which is the compassion, which is the surrender, which is the empathy, which is the, the healing, which is the love, which is the nourishment, which is the forgiveness in which I feel as if that's, that's, that's what we're speaking to in our journeys, both of us in this moment. And I feel as if we're entering into this phase in, and that, that, that's probably the most important thing, you know, and it, it must go first as, as symbolically just happened right now. You know, it's, 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 it's only when the heart leads that then the divine masculine within us, all of us, because could then take the lead the right way. And, and that's the thread in which humanity is beginning to remember is we're all diving deeply into the feminine path and slowing down. But, but the divine masculine is going to come in a more reoriented way, in a more, in a more healthy, wholesome way of viewing life. And, and, and leading from that space, you know, um, I know for me personally as a man, you know, part of that feminine path was, was be- the most beautiful thing that I ever was a part of and, and, and embraced and allowed to take over me for some time, you know, but that also came with a lot of repression, you know, of, of who I am. I, I was repressing my fire as a man. I was repressing my masculinity. I was repressing the sword that I had to, to, to swing my purpose, you know, here in this world and to, to release it. And, uh, I remember specifically the, the moment in time I was doing this, this dry fast in the desert. And it, 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 I remember when that fire kicked back in within me and that, that was the representation of like the divine masculine coming alive in me again. Mm-hmm. And, and my ability to lead and my ability to, to show up, you know, to, to, to not fear what's in front of me, but to, to lead from a Uh, yeah, that, that space that I feel as if men need to lead from. And I, not only men, just women in general. And I feel like the moment that you're initiated into the feminine path is the moment that you can actually lead from a whole harmonized, you know, holistic way of, of, of being, you know, in, in that masculine way. And, and, and we need, we need that sense of direction. We need that sense of structure. We need that that, that motivation and the inspiration to, to go and serve to to help to assist to heal to, to to stay in our purpose you know and and to not fold from it or to not to not be a crutch in it and I feel as if that's an important initiation that I think not only a lot of men are going to go through but humanity as well as a collective you know and um, and there's something special when you lead from the heart. But then you also you lead from that masculine, structured, oriented directed way. and I feel like I've been able to in the past few years just just step deeper into my purpose, step deeper into who I am, you know lead from that space not 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 repress my voice, not repress who I am and and, and take ownership for for who I am and how I show up as a man today.
0: Oh my God. And I really get that from you you know I really I really get that you know, you're embodying that divine masculine, but you also have that divine feminine too. And Mm. it's really um, just magnetic, you know, just seeing your work and even being and seeing you and being in the space with you. It's, you definitely are embodying that and it's powerful. So Mm. thank you.
1: Yeah. Thank you for seeing me in that.
0: Mm, Absolutely. So do you, how do you, how would you suggest to guide men and women to start tapping into their divine masculine or their divine feminine?
1: Mm. Yeah. It's, it's an interesting question. Right. And I, yeah. and I always veer away from questions like this because oh, okay. you know, and, 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 and I mean this in a really light way, right? Like I, I don't know, you know, I, I, I don't know anything really beyond what I'm even, I truly don't even know sometimes what I'm saying in these podcasts and in the way that I show up, it's, it's an intuitive process. You know, I feel like it's, it's something that's a deep listening. And, and that's where I feel as if the feminine path comes into play first, where it's like for, and I'm going to speak specifically for, for the masculine in this space, you know, it was through my deep yearning. It was through my, my ability to step up, you know, to, to, to cry, to yearn, to pray, to like, I, I get a lot of times a lot of women approaching me trying to change men, you know, because I think women embody these two energies really well for the most part, you know, and, and a lot of people are now looking to the masculine or to men, like, where are the men stepping up, you know, and I'm sure you've had your own experiences with men in your life that aren't fully embodied as the way that you would like them to and you see them as their truest self. You know, and I feel as if my encouragement and my invitation there is to is to listen deeper. You know, I was actually on a call yesterday with a beautiful couple and and, and you can just there's she kept wanting me to give advice to this 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 man that she was in a relationship with. And there's nothing I can do for him. He has to find the courage and the commitment and that inner fire within himself to step up. There's nothing I can do for him. You know, I can encourage him. I can inspire him with my words. I can show up as myself and all those beautiful things. And those things will make a difference, right? But it was only until me, myself within myself had the courage and the determination and the discipline and the grit enough to step up, you know, through my own pain, through my own suffering, through my own failures, to to have the courage enough to 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 say no to everything in my life that was no longer serving me and to have the courage to step deeper into my true path, my highest path. And I feel like that's a natural process that happened to me. There was nothing I could have done, you know, to force that process to open up for me. And I feel like that's the, that's the interesting aspect of that question. It's like, you know, I don't know what you need to do. You know, I don't know what, what needs to happen in your life, but I do know if you allow yourself to feel what's present in your life, you allow yourself to enter into the caverns of, of your pain and the suffering and whatever you may be experiencing, whether that's, that's a relationship issue, whether that's, you know, the depression that you're experiencing, whether it's any form of shadow or, or, or something that's in your life that's, that's yearning for you to embrace it and to lean deeper into that, that's where we find our, our purpose. That's where we find the direction, and that's where we find the answer. You know, it's nothing, there's no guru, there's no mentor. Yeah. Me or you can't do anything to, to assist that. It's something that's an inner process that I'm infatuated with teaching about, you know, teaching people to become their own healer. And not rely on anyone else outside of themselves for mm. for that path.
0: Oh my gosh! Ah, oh, okay, woo. That I'm so glad that you brought that up. Thank you, because I find myself sometimes, and I know if I find myself in this, oh, the world most people do right, is in is in what do I do next? How do I get to this? How to so the ex- perfect the exact question I asked you when really if you take a step back, it's not about what do I need to do? It's just sitting and allowing, right? It's allowing it to come to you because it will. I mean, obviously you, you ask, right? Spirits and guides and all the things and get really aligned, but it's not about what do I do? What do I do? Because I'll even have men call me and say, what do I do with this? What do I do with it? It's like, I can't tell you. you. This is your internal, you know, something internally that you've got to figure out. And so I love that you touched on that. With it, it, it really is an internal thing, and and men have to fa- like figure it out on their own in a way. So do women, yeah. right? So, um, and even too, it's interesting how you brought up a um, a couple you were talking to, and how she wanted to give you to give him advice, and. And it's interesting because me in the past, I would see men like I would see all their potential and I'm like, why are they not stepping up? Why are they not this, this and this? But then I took a step back and I thought, holy shit, I didn't see me. Mm -hmm. I couldn't see. So how could they see it in themselves and how could they step in that if I'm not even seeing it in myself? So sometimes Mm -hmm. it's like people are mirrors for us, right? Right. And it's like, okay, well, if you think that they're not seeing themselves, what part of you are you not seeing you? And I was not in my divine feminine at all. I was mm-hmm. not embodying that. I didn't know what the fuck that looked like. I, I didn't. And it's like when you embody that, it's like what you see in yourself is what you see in other people. You know? And so I think that there's there's some work there too. Anyways, so. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, that's beautiful that you bring that up. And there's this quote that I live by. It's a Rumi quote. And it says, yesterday I was clever. I wanted to change the world. Today I am wise, so I'm changing myself. And, you know, there's another quote that says our external reality is nothing more than a reflection of our internal reality. And I feel like a lot of people are wanting to save the world right now, you know, and that's great. You know, continue to, to be inspired to do that. However, if you're not coming from a fully embodied place, You know, where you're, where you're embodied, where you feel whole, where you feel grounded, where you feel a deep level of stillness within your body, and you're leading from that place. That's a whole different frequency that's now emanated and rippled across the universe and in the world. And all of these things are subtle, you know, people think it's the most subtlest of tasks and the most subtlest of actions that create ripples in the universe, you know it's 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 not it's not how large you show up. It's not how much you do. These are those old masculine ways of, of 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 viewing life. These are these structures that that are just no longer serving us. We need people that are showing up in their families. We need people that are showing up in their own lives. We need people that are showing up in their communities, and 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 therefore then that's how the world gets changed. You know, people are trying to 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 save the world you know and and that's great you know that that that's a natural inclination within every human being you know but i believe personally from my own life it wasn't until i began to change my own life in the way that as you were just were beautifully reflecting i began to look within myself and i always am a humble student in this in this space you know i'm not i'm not anyone special. You know, I, I'm learning through what you're sharing with me right now. I learn any time I'm in a facilitation with someone that I'm coaching or or that accepts me to be their guide for for a moment or, or weeks or years. And that's what we need. We just there's no escaping the process in which is unfolding right now for humanity. Everyone is going through their own metamorphosis. Everyone is going through their own change. There's no everyone's trying to seek this this enlightenment, you know, and and keep seeking because that's not coming, you know, until we're all there, you know, right. and and that's, that's the process is being so gentle with yourself, being so self-compassionate with the things that happen to you on a day-to-day basis, on a moment-by-moment basis in your relationships, in your life, in your work, whatever you're doing and how you're showing up, there's medicine in everything. And I always like to say that life becomes a prayer when you see life in that way. Life is a ceremony, you know, so anytime I step foot out of the door, you know, the birds are speaking to me, the butterfly that just passed me speaking to me, the ocean waves are then sharing with me something, you know, everything is moving and everything is alive. And you begin to, that's God, you know, like that's God's guidance. And and we're always being guided. We're always being, being, you know, brought into a higher way of, of viewing life. And, and it's just such a beautiful moment when you begin to approach life from that perspective, you know, and and life becomes intoxicating you know like you begin to to feel the intoxication of everything around you and 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 you just enjoy life in a in a a much more relaxed way And, and you still serve from that place as well right you still you still show up you still you still take the right actions you know there's there's another quote that i love to say from lao tzu the journey of a thousand miles starts with the first step you know and that first step is masculine you need to, you need to take the first step. If I didn't take any steps and I just sit back, sat back like a, like a monk, nothing would have happened in my life, you know? And there's times for that and there's times for, 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 for action, you know? So there's, 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 there's a dance between those masculine and feminine energies. There's no, there's no like embodiment of, of both. It's always going to be the only thing certain is change, you know? And, and we're ever changing where we're ever Transforming and life is that you know and the moment that we surrender into the divine flow of of the current that's flowing this way instead of swimming against it is the moment you start to really understand the beauty of life.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh yes, it. I've I've had in the past struggles with that, and I'll even sometimes have that come up for me, right, where I'm resisting what's showing up and I'm going against it, and it's like, okay, <laughs> you need to take a step back here because it's gonna just be worse for yourself so let's just surrender to it and be in this ebb and flow of life because there's so much beauty in it and and I love i I don't know if you said intoxicating like life is just intoxicating and and it is it is amazing because when you are in this space your eyes see differently like you were saying and and I'm just kind of going off what you said because it it's so true you just experience everything in the world and you notice the synchronicities and the people you're drawn to. And it just, ah, it's mm. so beautiful and amazing. And I wish I lived in California so I could come to your breathwork little things that you're doing on the beach. Yeah. I saw that the other day and I'm like, I want to fly out there.
1: And oh <laughs> yeah, you should. And I, I appreciate you bringing it. Sorry.
0: No, go ahead. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. No, I appreciate you bringing that up because I feel like that if, if I did have to give anyone advice or guidance, you know, if I will in this space, it's if, if you do feel as if there's nowhere else to turn you know and, and you feel lost and you feel lonely and you feel depressed and you feel as if there's these vast changes in your body I just made a post about this find a community you know find people that you trust find people that that and, and they'll find you, which is the interesting part but if I want to just play more in, a, in the physical realm for the sake of the conversation, it's it's the events that I'm hosting that other people are hosting throughout throughout your area and your, your, your communities. that that I feel as if that's where a big part of my life changed was being a part of a community, being a part of other people that were within this path, that were doing this work, that were experiencing similar things that I was experiencing. And I feel as if God places these specific people in our life or the universe aligns us to specific people in specific parts of our journey to then assist us in the next phase of our evolution. So the people that are listening to this right now, the people that are in your life right now, whether they're serving you or not, whether they're toxic or not whether it's unhealthy or not they're just a reflection of where you're still at so the moment that you begin to take account for the things and the people and the places that you're surrounding yourself with is the moment that you'll continue to to grow and evolve and attract more deeper levels of of healing more deeper levels of conversations more more wholesome experiences and it's it's fascinating when those things happen because you see how your actions you know how your will uh, your 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 will to to, yeah, your commitment to change will affect everything around you. and it's it's a really beautiful process.
0: Hmm. yeah, it is. Thank you for sharing that. and and I love that you touched on the community because I think when you and I'm speaking for myself and people I've spoken to is you feel when you're in this space and you start shifting, you do feel alone. Hmm. And you're like, am I going crazy? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I Like, but then you realize that you're not, and it's just the divine speaking to you. You're getting centered, you're getting complete. And there's so many other people out there. And so, yes, surround yourself with people, like-minded people go to different events that call to you, um, because you will never feel more alive mm. than being around people, you know, um, that are on this journey you yeah. know so yeah mm, so good mm-hmm. um and so how often do you do these do you want to tell them a little bit about kind of like what you offer what how often you're doing these breathwork um experiences is that what you it? yeah <laughs> you
1: sure yeah, yeah, breathwork, yeah breathwork experiences breathwork offerings yeah so I'm I'm located personally in California. So I'm ever growing, ever expanding in my offerings, just constantly listening of where God wants me to show up, where I can be placed, where I can continue to serve. Um, so right now, I have started a sunrise awakening event that I'm currently running in Malibu. Uh, we're gonna be moving throughout you know, Southern California and hopefully beyond in the near future. But that's something I'm I'm fascinated with. There's gonna be a lot more in person offerings that yeah, there's a lot of good things coming in person. But I also have a a great virtual online community and, and family that's ever expanding via Instagram and in social media and and in that etheric technological (laughs) realm. So that's something I'm still really passionate about serving because I feel like there's so many people that need assistance in other spaces of the world that may not have access to community or these healing modalities. And that's something I'm ever present to. So I do offer a breathwork session online every Thursday Um, every third Thursday is a free session that may be changing really soon. And then every other session is a, is a paid offering. So I kind of, yeah, that's one thing that I'm really passionate about is serving people online and virtually in this, in this, yeah, in this realm and also in person.
0: Mm, Okay. Awesome. So, so if you guys are in California, Malibu, go, you know, obviously connect with you on Instagram first and what's your handle so they can go follow you and connect.
1: Yeah. It's my first and last name. So Justin Tristeo and I'm sure you'll probably put something like that on there, right?
0: Yeah. Cool. I'll put it in the description so people can click on it. So awesome. And then definitely check out his breathwork, um, you know, experience every Thursday. Yes. Um, oh my gosh, which I'm going to be joining tomorrow. I'm excited.
1: Oh, nice. Let yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm
0: excited about it. So is there anything else, Justin, that you want to touch on before we complete this?
1: Yeah, thank you, thank you again for having me. And I would just invite into the space for those people that were drawn to this conversation. You know, I think the most beautiful thing you can grant yourself in these times that we're living through these these vast changes or the great changes, what we would call it, uh, is gentleness. You know, allow yourself to grant yourself gentleness today and in the future. And when when things arise, whether that be fear, stress, or worry, just know that those things are safe. You know, and allow yourself to return back to your breath, return back to, to, to being gentle with yourself, and just allow yourself to experience it. You know, and, and the moment that you allow yourself to be gentle and you lean yourself into those feelings is the moment that you'll see that there's nothing wrong with them. There's nothing to fear, there's nothing to, to, to worry about within these, these emotions or whatever is happening in your life. Just know that that's a guiding point for you to just continue to grow, and, and all is safe, you know, all is well. And all will always be well.
0: Mm, Thank you so much. Oh my gosh. I seriously, I am just so honored to have you, to have had you on today. This has been such an incredible conversation and I love kind of co-creating with you. And I know a lot are going to get some value out of this. So thank you so much.
1: Thank you, Micah. I appreciate you.
0: Yeah.